Welcome to Was It Good? I'm your host, Ravi, and I'm joined by my two brothers, Krishna and Arjuna. We're discussing Ryan Johnson's Knives Out, and specifically, for me, if it can ever erase the painful wound that is called The Last Jedi. Spoiler alert, it can't. Also, I do, in fact, have the high ground. Christian, you are getting really good at writing my intros. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm quite enjoying I this, have actually. Quite, I think I have captured the essence of your voice. And uh, I'm slowly but surely I'm going to evolve it mm-hmm. and, t- and, and trick you. Like, I'm going to put in, like, different phrases and things and change, mold you slowly but surely into the person I want you to be. 15 this years. This is really, this is really fucking I'm playing weird. The, I'm playing the long game. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, not f- well, 11 years after getting a creative writing degree, Christian has finally found a use for it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> writing intros and podcast descriptions. I love it. I love it. And like I said at the top, though, we are doing Knives Out. We are the Was It Good podcast, of course. We start our podcast off with our one-word impressions, kind of summarizing our movie-going experience and the movie itself. Christian, you, I believe, saw this more recently. Yes. So you are going to start with your one-word impression. Oh, okay. I'm going to say unexpected. Uh, Unexpected because I honestly didn't think it was going to be that good. Um, I generally am not interested in sort of mysteries. I've never really liked mystery novels. Mystery TV as well, like crime, like a crime, crime drama and stuff. Just don't they don't just don't interest me that much. They don't tickle your fancy. They, they don't. Usually they're boring. The car- the characters are cardboard and one dimensional. Um, and I'm not gonna say that the characters were were that three dimensional in this movie, mm-hmm. sure. but there was enough humor, and there was enough sort of uh, zaniness, zaniness, sure. yeah, uniqueness to it. That it kept my interest, and they were actually—I was surprised. Like some actual laugh out loud moments, and also I think it's Daniel Craig's best performance, which for me is unexpected because I think he plays a great James Bond, and I, I would actually say he's—he's he's a pretty good actor. Mm-hmm. So for me to say that this uh, comedic whodunit is his best role uh, to me is unexpected. Do you remember his? I think it's like two thousand five or something. Layer cake. Oh my god, yeah. so good! Layer cake to me is still his, his best, best role. role ever. It, it was good. It was good to me though. That's like it's very similar to his James Bond. Uh, yes and no, because that layer cake he's explaining. He's narr- He's the narrator of the story as yeah. well, and then yeah. he's kind of putting himself in those situations. James Bond is just yeah, you know. I don't know James Bond to me, and this is no disrespect to that. I mean, it's a cult classic. The whole James Bond era of films, but they're all the same. There's yeah. nothing. I can't. Sit here and tell you who's the best James Bond. No, because they're, they're, all, they're the all the same. It's yeah. all the same story. It's it means just, they've done it. It means they did it correctly. <laughs> they've done it way too many freaking times. Uh, you actually, there's a movie he did a couple years ago called Logan Lucky. Oh that, yeah, yeah. That was a really. Good, I never he's saw that. really really good in that. I thought that might be my, my favorite Daniel. Cole and role. we can't forget <clears throat> the famous. Cowboys versus Aliens. Oh, dude. <laughs> that movie was bad. <sighs> that movie was what the fuck? Wait, was it? I actually don't remember it was at Dan- all. Did Daniel Craig do the voice cameo of a Stormtrooper in Force Awakens? Yeah. Force, Awakens. Force Awakens. Oh, because if it was Awakens, Last Jedi, I hit yeah. the Ryan Johnson connection. No, yeah. yeah, but no. Yeah. Uh, Arjuna. I'm going to go with Masshole. Masshole. Yeah. Because yes. this takes place in Massachusetts? It takes place in Massachusetts, and there's a lot of... There's a lot of you know, Chris Evans is from Massachusetts. Is Chris Evans really? Yeah. yeah. Is he a Patriots fan? Yes, he is. Wow. Years Actually, ago. quick fun fun story. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my friends who lives uh there is lives, it Dan. Dan, his sister Jessica, I think, used to go to a dentist 
And the dentist, that dentist is Chris Evans' dad. Right. Which is pretty oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, just anything to put Dan in, in your everyday life, huh? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Dan. <laughs> Shout out to, to Dan. 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 You're a good man, Thanks Dan. for being Dan. Dan. Dan the man. Uh, but actually, so Chris Evans and uh, Chris Pratt, five years ago during Super Bowl 49 when the Patriots versus the Seahawks, mm-hmm. Chris Pratt's a big Seahawks fan. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, big Patriots fan. Yep. The loser had to dress up as a character. The loser, had the, whoever lost the game, had to go to a children's hospital in their city dressed up as their character. So because the Seahawks lost... Uh, Chris Pratt dressed up as Star Lord and went to the Boston's uh, Children's Hospital, which and I think is cool. Chris Evans ended up dressing up as Captain America too, and they both did it together. That's cool. That's uh, cool. But yeah, so masshole. I, I say masshole just because uh, it, it it's funny because I think when ninety nine percent of people think of Massachusetts, they think Boston, right? Yeah. They think the hard accent. They think this and that. But this shows like the majority of Massachusetts, right? Which is very like rural and it's very just. You know, those ty- – we've all lived around there and been around there. It's like – it's that type of, you know – Person. Person and that people and that feel, that New england feel is, is very much that, – that is actually the majority of Massachusetts, mm. not Boston. So, there, uh, there, I mean, there's that term, uh, you know, East Coast elitist. Yes. And that, that definitely yeah. – That definitely was portrayed that in me, this film. Yeah. Uh, and that's me, like, growing up in the area. That's, that's well, masshole, right? Yeah. Not, like – Boston's a certain type of masshole, but yeah. like that's the true like masshole New England. Yeah. Sorry, I, I meant Northeast elite. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Like Harvard and all yes. those, you know, yeah. famous mm-hmm. New England schools or whatnot. Yeah. So my one word impression is going to be you ready for this one? You guys ready? I'm ready. Leaves. Leaves? <laughs> yes. Like well, like the leaf from a tree. There's a lot of foliage. <laughs> but but multiple, but leaves. And it's gonna be like a double. Meaning entendre. double entendre, where number one, it's it's the New England folly, foliage, foliage, whatever the fucking word is, <laughs> New England stuff. There's a lot of that in 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 the in the movie. It's actually kind of partly intertwined in terms of telling the story because of the leaves and the foots and all that fun stuff. But then also leaves in the sense of um, I wanted to leave the theater because mm. this movie was so. It was not. Long it was long. It was so long, and mm. I had to pee. Oh well, that, that's a, a rookie was, mistake. I'm, I want to be very specific with the level of having to pee that I felt because I've not felt this level of having to pee during a movie since a little small, mo- little known small movie called Rogue One. Mm. I had to really pee during that, and I'm starting to wonder as I do some self self analysis. Is me needing to pee ruining my movies? There was one, mo- uh, the last, the one and only oh. movie I can remember where I actually had to get up and pee because I had to pee so badly was uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Hmm. That the, movie, you, that movie was stupid. <laughs> yeah, so you didn't, you didn't miss anything. right? Yeah, you didn't miss anything. I mean, uh, let's. Sure. I mean, a Marvel movie I think is the perfect and easy movie to like just walk out at any point because you know what. Doesn't mean shit. You're going to be able to pick up the plot no matter so where. So easily. It's an easy plot. So yeah. our sentence, or so, it always doesn't work when we do our one-word impression, but there is a sentence out of this one. <clears throat> Unexpected mass hole leaves. That's good. Hmm. <laughs> well, we're calling the leaves a bunch of mass holes. I like that. I like Mass it. holes leaves. I, mass hole leaves. Or if you use like it as it. like leaving, you know, the mass hole leaves. Oh, unexpected. Mass hole leaves. Mass hole leaves. Oh, yeah. Okay. So to jog our memories and kind of... Help us remember what the fuck happened in this movie. Our great producer here, Arjuna, 
does his, and I want to emphasize this, <laughs> it is his retelling of what happened. Not mine, not Krishna's, not a robot. It is Arjuna's weird, fucked up brain. Nice. Here we go. This is Knives Out. Knives Out. <clears throat> oh, he dared. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do the accent. Who the fuck did it? Everybody lies. Bond. James Bond. The nurse is innocent. She definitely didn't do it. Oh, she actually did it. Damn. Uncovering and covering tracks. That's America's ass. <laughs> now she gets everything. Guilty. Cap is such a good guy. Get out of <clears throat> Get out of our country. That yep, yep. Fire and spider. I confess. Oh, but Captain America was part of Hydra all along. <laughs> Sip it on gin and juice. <laughs> I like that. It was good. It's yeah, you've, you've actually had two in a row now. That made sense. Wow. And weren't that bad. It's uh I think it's with time. If it's immediately after, yeah. it's maybe too obscure, but when I have had time so I oh, process yeah. it. Yeah. That makes sense. It becomes it becomes real in your brain. <laughs> it becomes good. Yeah. It, becomes good. it becomes good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. It's actually funny, so Arjuna, like going back and looking over what happened, obviously, Arjuna, I think you said this before we actually started the podcast about how this is the classic oh who done it mm. tale. And I think you said this film turns it on its head because, like you said in the outline, we actually know who did it pretty early on. Yeah. We know the, the truth um, very, very quickly, which is interesting. Which is, it's fascinating because it's. It, it just comes at you. It's there's no warning about it. Mm. You, you kind of. It's interesting because when you have the classic Who Done It, they give the interviews and you kind of poke holes, and then you find out later. But this movie, how it introduces each character you meet, you hear their t- their version of the tale, and then you actually see. Yeah. The what actually, actually happened. happened? Yeah. And then yep. they do that with the main character Marta, who is the nurse, and you see that. Because of the series of mistakes, she ended. She was the person that potentially killed the guy, mm, Christopher right. Plummer. Right. Spoiler alert, by the way. What? <laughs> what? Oh, oh, unbelievable. I can't believe it. And then <clears throat> the twist being that it was manipulated mm-hmm. uh, by Chris Evans' yeah. character. Yeah, which is the real, like, oh, my God yeah. type moment and oh, everything. Yeah. Right. And it's all determined by Daniel Craig's character. Who, jumping into our, you know, favorite, least favorite, I'm going to say right off the bat, Daniel Craig was my favorite part. Benoit Blanc. He, Benoit. Because, because, <laughs> it, because it wasn't like the typical kind of, um, it wasn't the typical Daniel Craig, cool, collected guy, knows yeah. everything. He legitimately had no idea at parts of what the fuck was happening. And he actually makes mistakes. And he makes mistakes. Yeah, yeah he fact, was a believable, like, yeah. detective, yeah. essentially. And, and actually, right before the end, he comes across as grossly incompetent. Like <laughs> yeah. before, before he reveals the whole thing, you're like, "Wow, this guy's actually an idiot," <laughs> which I thought was great. And he's like, and he takes it right in stride too. Like I like that the character himself mm-hmm. didn't have a big ego. He's like, "Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not that good at this <laughs> sometimes." You know, my, my, love it, love it. Yeah, uh, my favorite part is related to Benoit. It's a specific moment when uh, Marta is in is trying to find the um, 
housekeeper mm-hmm. and she finds her an oct unconscious and he's just waiting in the car right yep and like he's just singing along to his little oh walkman and things like he's like dude and it's just like what the fuck yeah he's like he's like oh shit that's my favorite part because i feel like they just let daniel craig kind of like rift and like yeah which is great such a great moment like i i think i was legitimately laughing out loud at that point he's like uh i have two favorite parts you can only have one it's called face Favorite. Favorite doesn't mean multiple. All right. Well, I'm going to go with my second favorite and then the, my main favorite. So my second favorite part, again, kind of like Daniel Craig, uh, is his whole explanation of it's a circle. This case is like a donut. There's a hole in the middle. And then a little bit later, he's like, but the donut is filled with another donut. donut yep. And the problem with that is that the second donut has a hole in its center. There's a hole in the center. He's like, try to figure it out. So the whole donut metaphor, uh, incredible. Uh, Daniel Craig killed it and um, it, at first it comes off I thought it was like a little bit of a stretch but then the fact that they went even further and they just kept going with there's a donut in the middle of that donut it redeemed the metaphor for me because at first I was like ah, this is lame but then it was good then it works I think my favorite part is actually me Christopher Plummer uh, I, I love mm. Christopher Plummer he he is great he is great in everything he does and I thought he played his role spectacularly. Harlan Thrombey. Yeah, Harlan Specifically, Thrombey. I think like that the whole sequence when he realizes, oh shit, I'm gonna die. Yeah, and that was that like, it, yeah, and that cool, he, calm, and collected. He was still coming at it as a mystery writer, and he was still like, hmm, this is actually a great way to kill someone. It's like writing it down, uh, you know. And <clears throat> I, I, I thought it was just it was well played. That was a really perfect casting choice for the central dead person in this, uh, in this, yeah. in this movie. Speaking so. on casting, like. We ha- this film is filled with people like yep. you know, growing from Daniel Craig, Chris Jamie Evans, Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis she was is in great. there. She was great. Um, is there anyone that kind of stood out where it was like uh, they shouldn't have been in it? Didn't work. Well, one character I was surprised by because we were I think we were watching Watchmen at the time, but mm-hmm. it was Jamie Lee Curtis's husband because mm-hmm. he is the sheriff yeah, from, right. uh, from Watchmen, Watchmen yeah. and I thought he did a great job too. Because yeah. like, and it's funny because. The only thing I'd really seen him in was Watchmen, so I'm like, he's a racist sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, he plays like some well, not racist, but he's definitely uh, well, get out whole, of my country. Yeah, what is that whole America. family? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole but, family was messed up. But like, I thought he actually did a good job. Like, yeah. I thought the actor did a good job of differentiating from like this one character that I had known and just kind of playing this like goofy um, dad, dad. <laughs> and then I thought uh, uh, Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. Oh Michael my Shannon? god, he's so. I good. thought he did a great Michael job. Michael Shannon and, plays asshole. So great. well, really great. So well, like he—he's Zod, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. also in um, Shape of Water. Shape of Water. Yeah. He's great as an asshole. Yeah. He's in this as an asshole. Yeah. Like the thing. The thing. Uh, what was different though about this performance from the other ones is that you. I felt bad for him. I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, like those other two characters are almost irredeemable. Like there's really nothing there that you you like about it. He just does a great job playing total asshole. He can also play half an asshole. Yeah. Like this guy was like half an asshole, but. You also felt somewhat bad for him too. At least I did. I, I don't honestly. I thought uh, Anna de Armas, who played Marta, also mm-hmm. did a really good job. Amazing. She she's the main character. She really, she like you know you're across from a lot of these big name actors. You know she's a re- like she's a relatively new actress. Like I think her last her her biggest thing since this had been as the. Um, the uh, AI in uh, Blade Runner 2049. Right. She's actually also in the new James Bond, No oh, Time wow. to Die. Really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I have her um, IMDb page um, up. So Ryan Johnson actually said that the first person he recruited for the movie was Daniel Craig. 
Mm. And so people were like, how did you get this amazing casting? He's like, I got to give it all to Daniel Craig. Like, he was the first one I got, and then he was able to recruit, like, <laughs> all of these people. And he's like, I was surprised. Do you, do he's you like, think he did it like Samuel Jackson <laughs> at the end of Iron Man? I have a new initiative for yeah. you, yeah. the Knives Out initiative. He just, well, Ryan Johnson was just like, everybody was like, oh, yeah, I want to work with Daniel Craig. So he just must have a reputation of, like, people really, for some reason, like, really wanted to work with Do Daniel you think it's because he's British? No. It's probably because he's, like, a great person. Like he's a Maybe. good human being, yeah. Which is rare. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just rare. It's rare. It's a, to rare, it's a rare quality. Also, uh, there was a cameo in this. Let's movie. pause real quick. I'm getting weird feedback. I am not. You didn't hear that? I was hearing like some weird echo thing. Oh no, I'm not hearing that. Okay, I, 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 I've had that before with some of the. Because um, everything's crisscrossing, going yeah. crazy. You know, Brett would be really, really upset if he saw that setup. <clears throat> True. We just should bring him in and have him. Hey, Brett, if you're listening, can you uh, come and redo our set thing? He's not. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, you said cameo. So there is a cameo in this movie. A Ryan Johnson collaborator, who I think is in almost every. Ryan Was it J.J. Abrams? Because those two love each other. No, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. What? Wait, when does he show up? He has a voice cameo oh. as Detective Hard Rock. When's Detective? Yeah, Hard when's Rock? Detective? Yeah. Hard he, it's Rock. just one of the detectives on the phone. Oh, yeah. that's stupid. Yeah, that's yeah. It'd been better. For Sets you. up the sequel, man. He was dressed up as you know Arjuna. Someone. That fact that you dropped was so bad. It was. I so actually want you to go back when you're cutting this and take it out. <laughs> I'm gonna put it at the <laughs> beginning. It's so good. I'm gonna put it at the beginning and the end of the episode. Oh my god! All right. Do we? Does, does anyone have the least favorite part? Because I definitely do. Then you should go. go I'm going to go. Ready? It's the pacing and the length of this fucking thing. Mm. They're, I like what they did. Yeah. But it's just too much. And it's too much to the point where now that I've seen it once through and I know what's what, I don't force – and spoiler for my end result here in terms of will I watch it again. I don't know if I'd actually bother watching it again mm-hmm. because it's, it's long. It's very, very long, and it's not done in a way – when you watch it again, you're necessarily going to pick up on new things or even care. Mm. Because a lot of it is, in my opinion, a lot of it is fluff yep. from the perspective of like, yes, it's character development and blah, blah, blah. But at some point, you're like, yes, I understand this character's this, that, and whatever. Like, cool, whatever. Like, speed things up a little bit here mm-hmm. so that we can kind of move on. What is, do we know what the runtime is? Two hours and 20 or minutes? Hour, the the runtime of the movie is 130 minutes, so two hours and 10 minutes. That's oh. way too long. Yeah. You could have told that story in 140 minutes, or one hour and 40 minutes. Easy. Wow. 45. Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. That was my least favorite part. Hmm. Mm, interesting. Very interesting. Christian? Mm. Uh, uh, I, I'm sure I do have a least favorite part, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head, so why don't you go first, you know? <laughs> That's funny, because I... I was not prepared for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should be. But we no, know it's I, coming. I think I, I think, I think, my least favorite part is the Chris Evans twist. Huh. Uh, I wow. thought it was telegraphed too much. Hmm. Um, too obvious. It's easy to figure out. Or at least for me, it was easy to figure out as soon as he, and you see it in the trailer actually. The dogs barking at him. Mm-hmm. So they specifically go through the details of the night, but like the dogs barked at like blah 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 time. And then as soon as he comes, the dogs are nice to everyone in the family, even the investigators. And then they bark at Chris Evans' character. So like he snuck back in at some point and did something and was covering his tracks. So I'm like mm-hmm. he either like tried to kill him or poisoned him or whatever. Yeah, I mean it's yeah the trailers give it away easily, and, yeah. and it's it, the movie's presented in such a way where you're like yeah he's clearly the asshole. Right. Like, yeah. It's. Duh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and that's what, like, lessens the impact of the scene between Marta and Hugh at the diner where he's like, I'm going to help you. Mm. You know, I was like, well, I don't already buy this. Yeah. So then it, like, just. You just, I want to scream at, at Marta and be like, just watch the trailer, Marta. <laughs> you will know that he's bad. He's a bad. <laughs> he's not Captain America no more. Yeah. yeah. He's an asshole. He's Captain Master. Do you think, like, Chris Evans, like, they presented to him and before, like, they're like, you basically are an asshole. Yeah, I'll do it. Oh yeah, he's been doing Captain he's America away, for so long. Yeah, he's trying to get away I mean, from the good it's, boy it's image. It's trying to get—that's how you get out of typecasting. Play opposites <laughs> of what you've been playing. Yeah, big time. So this is a, a complete opposite of Captain America. Yeah, he did a good job. I thought he did a great job. Nice. Not as good as Daniel Craig, though. Not sure. good as Ben Wap. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say my least favorite part was giving Mata the sickness, the the the. The thing of where she throws up every time oh, she tells a lie. Oh. That it just it was a little bit of a stretch and I feel like they could have probably told I, I understand it was used at certain moments to in the beginning seemed like to establish that she is a she she's incapable of lying, so everything she's gonna say is legit is legit and therefore also what we see of her is is legit as well. Like everything we see through her eyes we have to take at face value. And but the conclusion is that she's a generally good person. And so I, I feel like maybe we could have done it such a way without it. It just seemed too convenient as well, like too much of a gimmick in the movie. Um, and just not – like what are the odds that you have this m- murder mystery and a central uh, suspect slash person around the case, you know, throws up every time she tells a lie. It's just too much – you know, I, I understand the movie's not tr- trying to go for a hundred percent believability or sure, reality, yeah. but it, it, it that it was it just felt like too much of a gimmick to me. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yes. Is it though? My <laughs> least favorite. I want to change my least favorite part. No, oh, sorry. My least favorite part is Christian's answer. Wow. Wow. I'm just kidding. My least favorite part is you wearing a Celtics hat inside. <laughs> Uh, you and know, not just a hat; it's a beanie. It's part of the because it takes place in Massachusetts, and the Celtics. So it's are part of our set design. Team. Uh, Gina, the reason <coughs> you're wearing it is because you have bad hair. No, those I, are your words. I don't have bad hair. You've said hair. that before. I, that's not on recording, so, so, so it doesn't happen. Know if it's true, you could no. just be lying right now. So here's one. So here's one area that wow, or Gina, I'm looking at our outline real quick. You are aware under critic score, you put a dollar sign right in front of the number. Nice. I like that. It's confusing. Anyway, ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That feels way too fucking high. That feels like Ryan Johnson went to the critics and was like, "Give me a, a really high score, and I will give you an, an in-and-out gift card." Ryan Johnson is kind of becoming like a Hollywood darling, like a Scorsese, like a Quentin Tarantino. Then why did he fuck up Star Wars so badly? Mm. Some people but, will argue with you, but most critics feel like, like it's the best one. Most critics feel like that's a very good film. You know what I mean? <laughs> But but you know what I'm saying? What like, knives out? Well, it's because it's Oscar bait. No, but it's he, not though. But he, uh, but he makes he makes like technically very good movies, right? And like the the Hollywood elitists really like these types of movies. Like that's that's why people like that's why Hollywood elitists, right? Or you know, movie critics really love the Last Jedi. Jedi. Why they really love Looper. Why they really love Knives Out because it's like. Oh, this is such a way well-made film, and it's all about the classic film. Same thing with Quentin Tarantino, right? Like that oh guy can god. do no wrong. He's like, oh my god, once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh my god, everything's so. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. 
What's happening right now? I think he's trying to stimulate uh, ejaculation <laughs> I don't know what, through his microphone. Pew, pew, pew. Which is, which is uncomfortable. Please stop. Please stop. Yeah, please stop. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, uh, that's that's why it's so high. I agree with you. I don't think it's a 97%. If I if I had to give it the Rotten Tomato percentage, I'd probably give it like a... 80. A, an 80. Yeah. yeah. An, 80, like an 80 to 85. 80 I was going to say good. 75, 80 for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like... But ninety seven, like Parasite, is ninety nine. Ninety nine. The podcast we did. If you haven't listened, if you if you haven't heard it yet, we did a Parasite podcast. You can listen to that now on iTunes or Spotify or mm-hmm. wherever you get your podcast. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, not, yeah, it's just it's like it's like Sky Captain, the World of Tomorrow having an eighty two percent. Yeah, <laughs> oh that's bizarre. That is bizarre. <laughs> uh, so a forty million dollar budget, and it ended up at just below two hundred eighty million worldwide. It's very good. Very it's pretty good, good for 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 these guys, for these guys and gals. Yep. They got a nice fat check out of it. And then the, the fun fact: a sequel. Mm. Yes. Why? Well, because da- I mean, Daniel. Cr- I guess I'm ben shooting. Ma- I guess I'm shooting myself in the foot. If, <laughs> I guess I would want to see more of that character because yes. he was interesting, and it was yeah. the thing that kind of kept me interested, interested in the film. Sure. So I, I think it's definitely the yeah. I think it's definitely the breakout part of the movie. But here's the, you know, because we're we're nerdy type of people, there's implications to this. Ryan Johnson is apparently deep into production on this sequel. What do we also know about Ryan Johnson? He's supposed to be writing and directing a trilogy of Star Wars movies. Well, that keeps going back and forth. Because remember, Kathleen Kennedy said, sure. no more trilogies. Right. So if that's the case, then he's not working on a trilogy. Right. So he <laughs> may be working on a film. Yeah. But, but at the very get, least, at the very greenlit. at the very least, though, we're not seeing a new Star Wars film until like twenty twenty three, twenty twenty two. That's in two years. That's forever away. You still need to start pre production pretty quickly. But with this evidence, if this is his next, if this is Ryan Johnson's next movie, mm-hmm. you can now eliminate. It's not uh, the Game of Thrones guys because they're out for the twenty twenty two movie. It's not Ryan Johnson because he's working on the sequel. Movie. Who is making this 2022 Guys, Star Wars? Guys, I have something to, I need to tell you. They reached out to me, and I said, no, I would never work with such a stupid company. Well, now, so down. L- the latest rumor has been because, remember, Kevin Feige wants to produce a Star Wars movie. And there have been recent reports that a Ryan Johnson collaborator and friend, uh, Taika Waititi... Has been reached out to direct a Star Wars movie, hmm. and that I'm sorry, uh, is this podcast on Star Wars or <laughs> <laughs> it's all going to connect? Don't worry. Oh fuck off! Because Chris Evans, no, <laughs> Chris Evans play young Luke Skywalker. Wait, what? what? I gotcha. thought it was going to be Sebastian. Said anyway. Back to Knives Out. God damn it! Yes. So Knives Out sequel. So, so he's making a sequel. I guess that's interesting. If he's going to make a sequel, can can we limit his runtime to an hour and 45 minutes? Never going to happen. Please? It won't. But Please. I mean, most movies are two hours. No, 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 no. Ryan has a pacing issue. I have, I have, you I have, have to a, limit him. I have a suggestion to get around that. So I like this movie, spoiler, but I'm really glad I did not see it in theaters for the simple fact that I could pause it and go pee when I wanted. Right? How did you see it then, Christian? Because the movie hasn't come out on DVD. Um, I will not say <laughs> how I was, but it is not illegal. I will say that. That's true. I so I borrowed a screener. <gasps> oh no! Actually, I have a I have a big reveal. I'm part of the academy, and I get screeners because <laughs> I am one of the judges. He's part of the he's part of the Screen Actors. I mean, the Writers Guild. 
he I actually have? he got in because he because got his, he writes he our intros. His, <laughs> he got his writer's credit because he writes the intro oh my for this podcast. But yeah, uh, I watched it. Uh, so I, my suggestion would be for the sequel. Um, Don't see, see it on it. Netflix, and you'll enjoy it a lot more. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Is it that time? Well, did we want to talk about the? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> she just blew through this I don't, fucking I don't, podcast. I don't know if that's really. Well, yeah. no, no. There's oh, one other thing. One other thing. There yeah. is we, we, for our recent podcast. We have been talking about the Oscars. It's, that is coming up, and there dun, was. Dun, dun, dun. Is that the Oscar <laughs> theme? <laughs> <laughs> that was graduation. That's the graduation song. Oh boy. So anyway, there is one Oscar for this. It's been only. Nominated Are you trying to take one. my job right now? I'm the fucking host. So, the Oscar no- <laughs> <laughs> But Arjuna is the parasite. <gasps> what? From the year nineteen. This is this is when you run into like doing too many podcasts <laughs> and the, the same day? day. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. So. The Oscar nomination that this film picked up or is nominated for is best original screenplay. Yeah, I think I think it, I think it deserves the nomination for sure. Uh, it does not deserve the win. Thank you, and you know why, right? No. Well, we can well, we're going to use the point that you made in an earlier podcast about yeah. original screenplay. Yeah. Specifically, you had said something along the lines. Was it you or was it you? You oh, too confused me about me. Marriage Story. About Marriage Story and how like we've oh, seen that. that oh, see, I confused my own yeah. brothers. That's great. How um, you see, marriage seen, story is just a repeat. Marriage story. This you've seen mysteries before. We've yeah. seen mysteries yeah, tons yeah, of times. You no, know, but we've also seen what Parasite is, and I, and so to sure. play devil's advocate, this this did do the mystery in a very different way, sure. in, in a way that kept me interested. Personally, it, personally, it's not right. interested in mysteries. I, and I agree with you. I think it definitely deserves a nomination. And in other years, it probably would have a chance to win. For I just sure. think there's a, a, some heavy hitters for original screenplay. Yeah. And I think we've we've talked about on previous podcasts. I think it's it's got to be Parasite. Yeah. Uh, that wins it. And I I would be shocked if it doesn't win. Um, but we'll see. The question I have for you guys with Oscar nominations, and people have talked about this, did it deserve more Oscar nominations? A lot of people felt it should have been nominated because before. Before the Oscar nominations came out, a lot of people said it's going to be nominated for Best Picture. No. It's going to be nominated for Best Director. No. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, no. I think I think uh, Best Original Screenplay is perfect for it. If I knew more about technical stuff, I was like, maybe throw it in there. It I was, would say it like, seemed well pro- edited. I, I, but I, I, production design, I would definitely. Cinematography, mm-hmm. too, was pretty Cinematography good. was kind of boring. I thought I thought like it was the shot, shots were super, super simple. There wasn't anything that was like, whoa. It blew your mind. It, nothing blew my mind. Set design was cool. Yeah. Like uh, the house, the house itself was cool. The the interior yeah. design was really interesting. That knife, you know, it reminded me of the Game of Thrones. Um, Throne, Throne. You know that that big uh, knife thing. I was like, that's a great prop. Yeah, I'd love to have that in our place. But um, we'd probably stab ourselves. Yeah. Well, well the, those most of them tri- are fake knives. Tri- so, <gasps> but outside, spoiler. <laughs> outside of those two things, though, no. Yeah. Same. Interesting. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, do you uh, think it deserved anything else? I think best cinematography. I think I think some of the, I disagree with your point of the, your point. Of, no, I thought some of the shorns the sh- the shorns the shots were interesting, uh, and well done. And I thought <laughs> I thought the cinema. You know, I think elite cinematography helps tell the story, and I thought cinematography played a big part in telling the story. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like pr- uh, probably same with you guys. Maybe like production design. Um, <laughs> best international film. 
care. Wait, what? <laughs> Why would it, <laughs> it should be nominated for yeah. best internet because it's, it's Massachusetts, right? And those people right. are fucking far to America. Yeah, I mean they are Boy. they are a unique brand. <laughs> yes, they are sure. very very unique group of people. But yeah, you know, best. I I mean I could, <clears throat> I mean looking at the best picture nominations, like I might put it above some of the other ones, but I don't know. I don't think it it really deserves it to be honest. Um. And I certainly wouldn't win. And best director, no, I wouldn't yeah. put him up there either. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Because <laughs> she's like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah, yeah. I think we're. I think it's ready. It's time. I think it is. Ravi. Yes. Should I tune to go first on this? Krishna. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Arjuna, was nice out good? Yes, it was. I, I enjoyed the movie. I don't think it's a perfect movie. I think Ryan Johnson is a good, not great director. And I, I thought, I think, the, but I do think this is one of his better movies in his filmography. I liked it more than Looper. Agreed. And I think I liked it more than Last Jedi as well. You didn't like Looper because you didn't understand time travel. Because <laughs> no one understands time travel because it's fake. I didn't like Looper because I thought they made Joseph Gordon-Levitt's eyes too close together. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what a reason. <laughs> Love it. His eyes looked messed ne- up. Narrow and set I just, eyes. I couldn't. I just kept staring at his face the whole time. Mm. That's my reason. All right. No, All but right. yes, I think it is good. Okay. Ravi, was Knives Out good? No. The pacing was the biggest issue, and then... If I can't go and watch a movie again, hmm. then then it's not good. A movie needs to be looked at multiple viewings, multiple times, get something new. This is unfortunately a one and done. Once you get the big reveal, you're like, cool, thanks. I, I, I think I think your bladder is what betrayed you on this. Because you're always going to have that memory of a full, bladder. painful bladder. bladder. Yeah. Yeah. Krishna, was Knives In good? <laughs> knives In? I don't know what that is. I never saw that. Uh, knives Out was good. And that's surprising for me because I actually didn't want to like this movie. I thought I wouldn't like it. I thought it was going to be a mediocre piece of poo. Um, but I actually enjoyed it a lot. I was surprised by how much I, I did enjoy it, how much it made me laugh, and how much it kept my interest uh, throughout. Now, here's my interesting question. Would you watch this movie again? I just said no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's not about you, Ravi. Uh, yes, it I was is. Actually, no, I'm, I'm curious about Christian's question. Yeah. Well, then maybe next time you should say Christian. Why don't you just shut the fuck up? Why don't you let him answer? <laughs> oh, uh, um, let the boy speak. <laughs> and that's it for our show today. Thank you. Interesting. Interesting. Unanswered Chris, can you hurry up? <laughs> wow. Um, answer the damn question. Surprisingly, yes, I would watch it again, and I w- but the reason is for mostly for the performances. Yeah. Christopher Plummer, <clears throat> Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, and the incomparable Daniel Day-Lewis, who was Daniel a tree. Daniel Day-Lewis, huh? He was a tree, and we didn't even know it. Just kidding. Uh, Daniel Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for a second, wait, he was in it. I was like, holy shit, I missed that. He's the greatest actor of our generation, so. so he, he was Marta. He was the <laughs> He <nurse>. was Marta. <laughs> he playing him. Actress playing another character. I'm a dude playing a dude pretending to be another dude. Amazing. Yeah. I think that that was a very quick and precise podcast. Love it. out. I like it too. Where do you, you know, direct a sequel? Oh, for love of God. I'm not looking forward to that. Thank you for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Was It Good. You can find us on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. On Twitch, twitch.tv slash Was It Good. Be sure to comment, like, subscribe, and all that crap. Mm. Goodbye.